This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today with an OKP. We're talking about making love, being a busty gal, and guys with types. Check it out, share with friends. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side Stand Up New York Labs. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's how this train keeps moving. You guys are those people in the train car digging the coals and putting it in the fire by spreading the word. Telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mother, a papa, a, a sister, a brother, anyone with ears, keep spreading the word. Make it your Instagram story, your Snapchat story. Take a screenshot. I got, because I got a feeling today's a hot episode. Because I got to say, it's, a, it's an OKP type of day, original key player, and she just murdered the live podcast we did at the Village Underground. And people, I've been hearing about it for, you know, a month now. And, I'm, and I want to get right into it because I want her here the whole episode. Yamanika Saunders, thank you for coming on. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's so good. <laughs> Yamanika, great to have you. Oh, I'm so glad to be back. It's yo. so good to have you here. Thank I mean, you. Look, you know how hard you crushed that live show. I had an admit. First of all, your people are so phenomenal. Right? They contribute to that. People don't understand, like, you can go up as a performer and do a whole bunch of stuff and try to engage, but if the audience ain't on board, no. that audience was fire. They were there for it. Yeah. You know? And it's yeah. like, you know, we do stand-up, and stand-up's a different... We've all done these, like, live podcasts where you're like, it's like five nerds, yeah. you know, and a, with a Kit Kat bar just looking at you, and you're like, where do these fat idiots come from? Right. And this is not like that. No. This is like, you know, the, it's groups of ladies, groups mm -hmm. of guys mm -hmm. there to hear their questions answered. Yes. When we brought up the Tinder and Bumble makeovers... Yes. It was like, you know the scene in Animal House when they brought up Bluto's face and they're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> That's how people reacted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was a moment. It was a moment. It was so much fun. So, And we're doing another live one. We're going to do one in Boston. 
Oh, shit. So February 7th, if you are uh, in the Boston area, Laugh Boston, February 7th, go to laughboston.com, get your tickets now, and get a group together, just like you saw. Yeah. They were groups. Yeah, get groups together. Get, you know, ladies, bring bring other ladies, because yeah. some fine dudes come out. There were some dudes. There were some fine-looking dudes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, if, if it wasn't for the fact that I was old enough to be half of their, like, mothers or <laughs> old sisters and shit, I would have been down on some of these dudes. But you're looking good. I love the hair. I love oh, your hair. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. I love you. You always are changing up. Yeah. To, but my manager's like, stop changing up so much because people are not going to recognize, you know, brand recognition. Yeah. I'm like, everybody know who the fat, thing. loud <laughs> bitch is, whether my hair is like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, just, I said this year, I'm not going to say fat because actually I'm deliciously thick. Oh. That's what I am. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deliciously thick. Deliciously thick. thick. I'm A not little one DT. These... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What is that? What is, and you're on, you're, you're on a new show, Laugh Mob. Yes. And that's with our friend Cypher Sounds. Yes. Yo, this is one of the funniest shows, I think. They take your stand-up. Okay. And then they sketch it out. You oh, know, so they make it into a sketch. They make it into a sketch. And oh, you get so to, it's like drunk history with your stand-up. Yes, yeah. That's fun. Which is like, and shout out to the drunk history people. I've been trying to get on drunk history. Really? Yo, if y'all pray about it, right? right Everyone, in the hold on. Central, say, listen. Pause it and start praying. Praying, pause, write, write your senator, write your <laughs> nana, write, say, yo, get yams on drunk history. I'm telling y'all, I would make this episode so fire. I would love to see you on drunk history. Oh, when I get drunk, it, the turn up gets real. I've been drunk with you, <laughs> and I will wholeheartedly agree with that statement. And listen, people, all of you need to go follow Yamanika if you don't already. Yes, At please. Yamanika on Twitter and Instagram, especially on Instagram. Because I'm yes. going to give you, let me let me feather your nuts. Okay, yeah. Because people write in feathering my nuts. And, and the way to feather my nuts the most, and, and think of when I'm getting my nuts feathered, I'm sitting with ankles behind my ears. Yes. Uh, you have a long feather that's like seven feet long and you're across the room and just up and down the seam of my nuts. That's yes. center seam. That's like the football seam where you hold it to throw it. Yes. Now, let me feather your nuts. Okay. All right. And the way you feather me, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it on your Instagram story, Snapchat story. That's an easy way to spread the word. Yes. Now, you guys need to follow Yamanika on Instagram. <laughs> You need to. Nobody makes me laugh on Instagram as much as Yamanika. Okay, and I give. I tell you guys to follow people that come on the show all the time. But the best Yamanika. I don't know where you find these memes. You're oh, yeah. you're in that, and I'm. Not, I say this as lovingly yes, as it can. It, it's gonna sound bad. You're in that black social media world. Yes. That is so fucking funny. Yes, that's where you keep it real. It is Cut so... to the chase. Cut to the chase. <laughs> because you find memes that yeah. I've never even seen before. Yeah. And then it's your... Your caption on it, I hear you saying. Yes. Because you are you are so <laughs> on board with the meme yeah. or so like against it. Yes. Whatever you are, I just read it with your voice. And all of the people listening need to follow you. And the best thing you do, and I am now, because I love The Bachelor. Yes. As everyone knows, I'm a big Bachelor fan. I live tweet every episode. Um, and I do a post-game show that's on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Get that post-game show. It also comes out on this feed on Sundays, okay. so you get it for free afterwards. But what Yamanika does, 90-day fiancé. Yes. Can you explain it. this show uh, to me and the listeners? Okay, so it's it's on TLC, I believe. Yes, yeah, it is TLC, on TLC is the home of... Uh, 
I would say American weirdos. Amer- yeah. I, they have a 600-pound life yes. is on there. Married and, at first sight. They got yeah. this other thing about the ba- these teen moms and delivery after the delivery, whatever yeah. the shit is. Anything that makes you feel good as a person is on is on that yes. uh, show. <laughs> you <laughs> that can network. watch these people and go, my, oh, my shit's not that bad. I'm okay. Like, yeah. Anybody, right before you commit suicide, turn on a good two hours of TLC <laughs> and go, oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and put this letter back yeah. because I'm not put at the, the note last row. It's, put it's the note away. Just TLC's start, on. Write your suicide note in pencil, actually, yeah. and start watching TLC, and you will notice you will start erasing words <laughs> as you go through episode to episode. Without even knowing. Just, you was like, oh, I, oh, I, everything's great. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I don't drink from a mop bucket. No. Because <laughs> some of these people. Oh, my God. I was watching cigarettes. So I went and visited my parents in Florida last okay. week. And like, so I had a night. And I'm yeah. just like watching TLC. And I was watching My 600 Pound Life. The things they're drinking. No, 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 no. When I look at these 600 pound bitches <laughs> and I'm like, this bitch got a man. Yeah, they all have boyfriends this and girlfriends. bitch got a man. Not yeah. like, you know how hard it is for me to find a dude? They and all do. And these bitches are 600 pounds. These dudes can't even get up in their pussy. You understand they, what I'm saying? They and literally they, have to erect a structure to lift up the uh, flab to get fucking. Yes, to get in there. And they're sitting there. They're bathing them. They're the most. These boyfriends are no. the most. And girlfriends. Yeah. No. No. They're the most helpful. Yeah. Significant other but in the you, world. But you know why? Why? They're all fucked up. Because they get. Because the fast people get into SSI checks. The what? They getting SSI checks, disability and all that oh. shit. Yo, that's the low on the low. People so, getting disability for being fat. So they're living for free. So the, the girlfriend, boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Listen. And I never thought of it gonna, that way. Where you gonna go? Where you gonna work? Yeah. How you make? How do they maintain food? They got to have checks coming in. There's something going on. There was a lady that had a a, a, a deep fryer. She got an individual personal, like you. Had, I, you know how you get a personal pan pizza. Yes, yes, yes. This bitch had a personal deep fryer, I, a fry as you go fryer <laughs> in her fucking bed <laughs> they that they fucking bed. plugged up for this bitch and brought all the ingredients. I know who you're for this talking bitch about. To fry chicken, I, I, and they had the nerve to go. How come she's fat, motherfucker? You just brought a deep fryer to her bed, she's cooking motherfucker. In bed. You brought a deep fryer to this bitch's bed. With seasoned salt and the oil to fry it and yeah. flour and I, salt pepper. And you want to know why? And this bitch is, is just turning while she watching TV, frying up chicken. And then look, fried up 16 pieces of dark meat. And I said, well, maybe oh she God. cooking for the entire family, right? Mm. This bitch said, Make her own meal. Hey, Y'all can take the fry now and do what y'all want with it. I say, yeah. <laughs> she didn't even cook for everyone else. <laughs> I think I saw the same woman. <laughs> You're so. This is, I saw the same woman in her bed. They brought her a hot yeah. plate. Hot, hot. The, they brought her a hot plate and she had it between her legs yeah, and she was cooking. First and second degree burns between her thighs. It's crazy. To make a couple of rounds of chicken. You know how people get, yo, bartender, give me another round? Yeah. She up, yo, Colonel Sanders. Give me another bucket. <laughs> Frying, she's got Colonel Sanders' secret recipe. Can you imagine? After 400 pounds, you, you get the secret recipe. You get, they, give it, they give you all the spices, <laughs> seven herbs and yeah, spices. Yeah, this bitch coming in here. We got to yeah. give her a secret recipe. She's going to run us out of business. We got to have her go buy it wholesale. <laughs> she's got to get <laughs> carts of it delivered to her own house. I yeah, Can you imagine waking up and being like, wait, why is it? Oh, I forgot the, st- the spatula is still in the bed. Yeah. 
She's using a spatula in a pan in the bed. And I'm like, this is dangerous. Families of chickens. I'm I'm surprised the bitch got a chicken cage underneath her bed where she just hatching generations of chicken (laughs) so she can fry. And her boyfriend's cleaning up the mess. But, though, the saddest one I saw was where the little kids had to bring all this shit to moms to Mm. make food and shit for the day. And then they got got to go warm it up. They got to bring her step by step the Uh, thing. And then they got to go push the buttons in the oven. I say, yo, where did she have these kids at? How'd they get out of there? How'd they get out of there? Yeah. Through, through, did she throw them up? I mean, because <laughs> they can't come straight through, out through her damn legs because her legs is curled up with all this fat. It's crazy. I can't. Well, this is TLC, but you, I mean, <laughs> we're off topic. Yeah. You watch 90 Day Same Fiance. Same thing, but not fat. Okay, now, so what is 90 Day fa- Fiance? 90 Day Fiance is, so people do all this online shit. You know, people like whatever, talk to people online. Sure. So there are Americans that will meet people in other countries online or they like went on a vacation and met this person and they like partied or whatever. And, yeah. they, and then they create, they maintain this long distance relationship. So now okay. it's time to step up and go, let's get married, right? They got so, so hold on. So mm-hmm. they meet online in they, some way or fashion part, and, and one of them lives abroad and right. one of them's living here. Right. And they're like, we need to see if this can work. Yes. You come here on a temporary visa. Yes, they come on a K-1 visa. Okay. K-1 visa only lasts 90 days. Got it. So these people got 90 days to get married or that person has to go back to their country. Wow. And and they're taping the whole process. They're taping the whole. (laughs) But from the beginning to the end, the shit will stress you out so much where you go, listen, Fuck everything that I've been doing in my life. I gotta be a social worker and I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go help re- these people. I gotta reach the masses. Yeah. It's bitches out here that's so thirsty, man. It's like these bitches need to just a lifetime supply <laughs> of straws. I'm like, yo, the decisions these bitches. This, this is I'm on season five right now. Yeah. We got Molly and uh and Luis. Okay. Molly and Louis now Molly is a 41-year-old mother of two. Okay. Now she don't look 41. Okay. How old she look? The bitch looked like one of the golden girls. Okay, okay? And I'm just saying, you know, yeah. in terms of like, you done had a hard life, you've been running. Because 41 is young, so sure. she shouldn't be looking the way she looked crazy, right? She got an 18 year old daughter, a 17 going on 18 year old daughter, yeah. and like a four to five year old daughter, both with different men. And she just brings men into her environment, and her daughters have to adjust to whatever dude she decided to bring yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Sad. met this 26 year old Dominican kid in the Dominican Republic. Hold on. I So, what Yamanika does is she videotapes herself watching yes. the show. You're videotaping the show, and then you're. Uh, talking over it while it's going on. I've watched this Dominican guy is hilarious. Yeah. He, is that the one that went to the strip club? Yes, on her money. <laughs> on her money. <laughs> on her money. They can't because see with the with the K one visa. Yeah. They can't work for the three months that they're here. Sure. So they either got to come with funds that they already had in their country and turn their damn pesos or bots for, and shit yeah. into damn dollar bills. And you know, forty million bots is only like four dollars. <laughs> yeah. So you know they they live in they live in large in fucking Thailand, but they come over here and they barely go to the they dollar got ten store. cents. Right. And, and well, the the one dude I remember the Dominican guy he. He came here and he goes, they they show him go to the strip club and he goes, this was my best day. Yes. It was the one day that he's away wait, from this wait. And he told the bitch he was taking a break. I was like, you, oh, you taking a break from what, motherfucker? Because exactly <laughs> what are you taking money. a break? You come here on a 90-day visa. I got two kids. But see, the thing was, what I do is like, when I was growing up, yeah, 
I used to sit there. It used to be my grandma, my grandpa, my mom, and my aunt. And we would sit there and we would laugh and joke and like bond as a family sure. and watch TV. And I'm sure, and I'm not saying that's like we only family that did that. A lot of families did that. Yeah, of course. And you just start talking shit to the TV and you go, what's this month? What? Yeah. And what? So I just basically take that. I take those like very few moments or do I have where it's like rehearsed? I'm not rehearsing these moments. No, I'm yeah, going it's and very I'm off the cut. It's so funny. I stop it and I go back and I just go. And I'm like, yeah. this is exactly what the fuck. And so a lot of it's unfiltered. A lot, because a lot of people are like, oh, I wish it was more clean, you know, because it's so funny, blah, blah, blah. But you like, you say the N word, you say, I say, yeah, because those are my true. Yeah, you're Moment. going off. I'm going it's a riff. off. This is not planned. This is the same thing with like when I live tweet The Bachelor. People are like, you know, you have people that are writing back to like certain jokes with their own. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not even looking. I'm just going. Yeah. I'm just spewing out. This yeah. is an exercise. Like, you know, it, we're doing sprinting when all the, you know, when we do a show, we're doing like the long distance. Yes. You yeah. know, and, and it's uh, it's so funny. I, you got to come watch The Bachelor with me. I, you know what? I think we should do a crossover. I think we, we should, should come. Watch first of all, you live around the corner from me, motherfucker. So we this is very we gotta work this it is out. very simple to do. Yeah. But I wanna say this, um, for the guys that are listening. Yeah. You think 90 Day Fiance and like, oh, chicks is into it or whatever, whatever. I'm telling you, I've had so many of my female fans DM me like, yo, my husband watches this shit with me. Like me and my husband bond. Oh, they're abs- bonding watching the clip. Like I'll put up like 10 of them and I'm they like watch them all. I get this all the time because I, you know, because of my thing with the bachelor, I have a lot of like you know, like guys come up to me and whisper, like I'm watching because you know, yeah. you know. And I'm like, dude, what, this whole thing—it's just crazy, people. Yeah, we're just you. That guy or girl, everyone should be watching this bullshit. Everyone, and by the it's way, hilarious. ABC, pay Jerry. Yeah, pay okay. and then TLC, TLC pay, pay Yamanika. No, because I'm telling you, somebody was like, oh, it was already the number one show. Uh, it's one of the number one shows, 90 Day Fiance, on TLC. I said, do you know how many people comment on a daily basis on my videos going, what is this show? Yes. And they're coming you back got me going, going, yo, I'm watching this show because of you. They trying to yeah. they trying to get the same feeling. It's such a it, it's such a good feeling when I put those videos up because it's like as much as we try to connect with our people sure. on Instagram and stuff, it is like a minute video. This is a way for us to be like, oh, we all in the same place. Mm-hmm. The comments get off the hook because my fans are so hilarious. They yeah. be writing this shit. I be cracking up. <laughs> I comment on everything. They're like, how do you have time to comment on everything? I'm like, yo, these comments make me feel so good that I'm like, yo, this is like we got a little click going on. I here. literally spent one morning just going through all the videos. Like I, I yeah. like I sat there watching. They're so funny. So all of you, if you're listening right now, you can tell how excited I am about it. Yamanika. Go follow Yamanika on Please. Instagram. You can find her through my Instagram or just at Yamanika. Yes. Let's do the emails. You ready? Yes. You're the, you're the best. At Yamanika on Twitter, Instagram. Let's do the emails. With you, I don't even look. Right. I go straight in. Yeah, we got to just feel it. Let's just do it. Filter crazies out on the app. Mm. Hello, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. No feathers, but I wish you the warm feeling of my new fleece sheets on your nuts. So this is a dude email. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah. A dude email. (laughs) Binge listening through the episodes, and an emailer from September was looking for a way to filter out crazies on dating apps. (laughs) To jog your memory, she had met a few guys that seemed normal over text who turned out to be totally nuts. 
I offer a high-risk, high-reward solution. Oh, this guy's coming in with advice of his own. High-risk, high-reward solution. As the conversation moves from dating app to text, I'll go back and forth a few times, then call on FaceTime. A few pros and cons to start off the discussion. Pros, I stand out in from the crowd. Honest reactions, no editing text. Learn a lot from five minutes than a day of texting. And don't waste any more time. Pros and cons, can't FaceTime anyone with green text. Cons, she might think it's weird if they're somewhere loud or with family, timing would not be on your side. What do you think of FaceTiming with someone before you meet them? I, that's all I do. Really? Yeah, I got to know... You know, we're in a weird situation because we are people who are in the public eye. Sure. So I can't just be showing up, meeting some dude, and not knowing what the hell is up with him. Yeah. Because in the event that I don't want to be bothered with him, mm. he can always track me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I they can always they can go to your schedule mm-hmm. online, find yeah. you. And it's interesting from a female perspective, uh, and I was having this conversation with another, you know, friend of mine and she was like every time I'm in the room with a guy, it's a nerve-wracking situation physically. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I I from a guy's point, I there's nothing I can do to understand that. Right. I've never been on a date with a girl and been like, what if she just freaks out and fucking starts pummeling me? Right. Yeah. And and, and I and that's a serious thing, that's a crazy thing to happen um because that's not a normal everyday thing. Right. But at the same time, that is on in the back of your mind. Yeah. Will this guy look me up and be like, well, I deserve sex. I deserve this. I deserve that. I'm going to come to your next show and just be there. Yeah. I, I, well, in terms of if any man thinks he deserves sex from me. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, it's, I, but it's a crazy thing to think of a, from a guy. I agree. But I'm saying like this is the. Yeah, I think for some, I think for a good portion of women, there are there is a vulnerability, right? Yeah. That you know, a guy when a guy turns menacing just because of the makeup of men and um, th- that are different from women, you go, could I be at the whim of this dude? Mm. No, and his emotional stability and whether he fl- now, I think that not to be un PC, but I go. think that tends to be more. Um, Women who, you know, when they're petite, like smaller women, yeah. more petite women. I'm not saying I can't be vulnerable, but more than likely, a motherfucker going to have to look me over twice and go, can I take this bitch? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, and just the way that I, I, I'm, sure. I'm very alpha as a as a female and I'm very direct and, and, and aggressive in certain ways of like how I deal with a dude. Just mm-hmm. let you know there's nothing you can do or whatever. Um but, but I do understand. I do have friends who are like, well, I don't know. That's why I always tell girls. I say as much as we're in this time right now where everybody's like, well, women should be able to do whatever they want and not have anything happen to them. Mm. Understand that you may be dealing with a dude that don't fucking get that. So you got to protect yourself. At all don't put yourself in any situation yeah. where you're expecting the guy to have this merit. You have to have merit for yourself. Yeah. Don't put yourself in a situation where you're isolated with a dude you don't know. Don't. I would suggest... Don't go over no dude's house that you just met on an app or whatever. Yeah. Are we about to have a good time? No. You have to vet these people that you have in your life. And the same thing for men. When men go, oh, I didn't know this chick was crazy. It's because.
because you were not paying attention to the signs. Women will let you know right away what their mental stability is. But if you get trapped up and what a girl looks like and all these other things and oh, this and that and the sparkles of a girl, Mm. you're going to miss the signs that show you that she was an intense person when you first met her that wanted to quickly get into a relationship, lock you down in a marriage, and now you can't go nowhere. It's misery part two. Well, this is the thing. That's why I disagree with the the whole FaceTime thing. Like, there are the things that we're allowed these days mm-hmm. that our parents weren't allowed are these steps that, that that we take. We are allowed to vet somebody in small increments yes. that maybe our parents weren't allowed to do. So like the increments that we're allowed, hey, let's see if this feels good over text. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see or let's see if this feels good over the app. Oh, it does. Let's take it to text. Oh, it still does. Let's make a date. Oh, we're still texting. We're still, you know, right. in contact. Things feel right. Oh, I'll meet you at this place. He made a plan. He made a decision. I sometimes, and a lot of times there'll be the, every now and again, there's the girl that's like, well, I need to talk to you on the phone or I can't go see you. Yeah. And, and I kind of like, I, you have to give yourself into the situation a little bit more. Like we just had good text. We had good, uh, and then, you know, there's this, there's this thing and where I disagree with it, where they're like, I'm old school. I don't, I need to talk to you on the phone. And it's like, what do you, I'm not coming to your parents' house and asking your dad's permission for date one. That's not the world we live in right now. Mm -hmm. Like when you, and so when you ask for those things, I think a lot of guys will see like, this chick's going to be a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like where it's like, that's why the FaceTime thing, I don't. say that to me though, about the, the calling. They do? I, I will write you. Oh, I love to write. Yeah. You know, I grew up in a time we had pen pals. I'll write you forever and never meet you. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I probably have passed a bunch <coughs> of dudes that I've just been writing on on these things. But you know, I think, I think it's ridiculous to force a conversation on the phone if there's already texting because once we decide to go to the phone, mm. I will start off with like, "Hey, let's talk to each other." Because I like, I like to maybe, you know, you want to hear the yeah. voice. I'm gonna be honest with you. Some girls like. When you hear a guy and he's like, you like, uh oh, you know what I'm saying? You want to hear that kind of like, yeah, you want to hear, and you have a great voice. Yeah, girls will probably be like, oh, let's take this to the next. It's (laughs) other like guys that were where they're like, uh uh, I don't want to be bothered with. But that's the thing to me. I'm like, you know, I'm not saying a phone call is too much. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's more like, why do you need this? We've had a good back and forth. I made a plan. We're gonna have a date. Go with it. I think anytime you come in with rules, like this guy is like, I need to have a FaceTime to go on a date. It's like anytime you have any rules, you're holding yourself back from the the fun and variability of meeting right. someone new. Well, you don't want to make it, you don't want to force it. Whenever I have a situation where I go to FaceTime, and this hasn't been a lot of times, but a couple sure. of times, I'll say to a guy, I'll say, you know, hey, if do you mind if we like FaceTime and kind of like, you know, see each other before. Yeah. And, and they'll be like, hey, you know, a couple of guys will be like, oh, yeah, you know, I was going to ask you the same thing because I think they also are scared of catfishing. Yeah. So it's like a way to, like, alleviate that awkwardness <laughs> of catfishing or being somewhere with somebody you're not, like, really attracted to. But I've never had the situation. And this, I'm just living, I'm just giving you the reality mm-hmm. for the listener. There's never been a time where I've spoken on the phone and been like, that was kind of a shitty conversation. I guess I'll never see that person again. Right. I'm always like gonna go on the date. Right. Like, you know, like it's it's very difficult to be like, oh yeah, I'll Facetime with you. Sounds great. And then you Facetime, you're like, how am I gonna get out of this oh, one? Right. Right. You know. Now it's on it's on like almost on. too honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you'd rather even have the date to not have that Facetime conversation where afterwards the person's like, well, when's our date? You're like, 
Listen, um, that you need filters. Yeah. No, for <laughs> you sure. Know? Yo, yeah, you need filters. But more importantly, too, is like being on a, a, a people don't reveal themselves. That's the problem. Everybody's bullshitting the first couple of rounds. Yeah. When you meet them and oh, engage in them, they want to sound that's interesting. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I, I'm older. Okay. And I'm at the point where it's like, I can pinpoint right away if I have time to be bothered with you. I think we all do. I think I think that I understand what you what you, you know, mean yeah, by that. Just a waste of time. Like, just like oh, this person's doing the same notes. I've heard these. I've played done this dance before. Mm-hmm. It's boring. It's not for me. And you're kind of just in this conversation to be texting with somebody. Yeah. Instead of like, and then you know they're like, well, why aren't we going out? When's the date? And you're like, when's the date? I don't know about that. I, you know, like I, I'm kind of waiting for this to be more right, fun. Right, right, right. Well, you just, just disappear. This. Yeah. You just, I well, I had a guy that I I was. Uh, I liked, we were doing it back and forth, and um, I eventually gave him my number for him to call me. He mm. calls me, and then he just instantly's like, oh, you don't know what I'm doing. I'm here naked. And I'm like, ugh. So this too much is too what, soon. Yeah, it was like, oh, you think I'm about to step into that. But to that point, um, one of my boyfriends I met through Craigslist. and Wait, so can we talk? <laughs> you have a guy right now. Oh, that's over. It's over. I would actually like to talk about why it's over, but um, can you talk about it? I can. Now, now Yamanika, for those listening who heard our live podcast, yes. you were no dick 2017. Yes, okay. and now I'm come on dick 2018. <laughs> come on dick, come you're on inviting now. all dick. Yes, <laughs> all dick matters. It's a dick. All dick matters. I ain't saying it's all coming into me, but I'm just saying if you want to see if your dick could come in, my the office hours they're open. <laughs> they're open, they're open, and they're. Yeah, there it is. The yes. dick. Yo, open yes. that. Open mm. that. And the whip. Yeah. The, uh, a little dick and a little slavery. Yeah, the, and the whip. Like, the running of the dick. We got to get the stampede going. Because there's got to be a dick stampede coming in, Shelby, I think. We got to get a dick stampede running through here. Because, yeah, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those. You got a little yeah, point, Dexter. Yeah. So you met a guy over Craigslist? No, this is so the guy that let's let's just handle the guy you were talking okay, about. You had a that guy. we had recently, and then I'll go to the Craigslist okay. guy. So the guy that I had recently, very nice guy. Actually, there's no um This guy was good looking. He was good looking, you know, his peen looked great. He looked like he was out of like a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He had that real suave kind of like, and not the not the man. black man villain in Tyler Perry, no, like no, the no, one no. that comes in and makes everything right. Yes. you know what I mean. And then they all leader like, go of the to community Big house and have yeah. like Sunday dinner. He's got two plates. He yes. made one for his wife. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yes, his yes, look. Yes. And uh, you know what I realized is with the No Dick 2017 mm. that I told everybody was not so much about dick itself, but just becoming a better me and learning me, is that, w- and and I think this will help the women that listen, but I also think what I'm about to say will help the men who, the nice guys, okay. right, who find themselves being taken advantage of and mm-hmm. go, how come I can't just find a nice girl? Um if you don't take care of you, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't you're the protector of you. You're the one that's built the wall around you. You understand yeah. you are the president of your own country. And for you 
to allow people to come in and shortcut you on emotions and feelings is you allowing somebody to import, but what they are importing into you and what you are exporting into them are not the same, right? So Very, I, very interesting what you're saying. Because I, I had this, this situation where I, there was someone I, you know, if you... Uh, I, you know, when you walk away from a conversation from with someone, and you're like, mm. I just feel bad about myself now. Yes, and yeah, that yeah, import yeah, fortifying you. Yeah. yeah, and then you walk away from some conversation, you're like fulfilled. You're yes. like, you, you know, you're good. Your best friends in the world. When you get together with them, you walk away. You go, man, I feel full. Yeah, like I, my, my body feels full from that whole interaction. There's other people in my life, and we all have these people. Where you walk away, you go, am I a bad person? Yeah. Why am I a dick all the Why time? Why do I feel this way? And it's like getting rid of those, the import-export. They're just exporting your goodness yeah. and importing their badness yes. into you. Yeah. 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 It, they're depreciating your spirit. Yes. And and not to, this guy, it, it wasn't even that big of a deal. Sure. It was just something that was like kind of interesting and like, okay, you know, this is great. And I was, you know, a little taken by him. You know what I'm saying? You like, were... I was. You and fluttered into the I room did. that I saw you, yeah. And he... And it's not like he said no. I said no. Mm. I said no in... Um, and I didn't even say no to him. I just said, no, I deserve better. Okay. Because it was too, it, He's. I think he's a great guy. And I think he's a sweetheart. And obviously he's attractive. And I think he would make who, uh, whatever partner he has in his life a, 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 a better. So what, and what it, happened? It wasn't a, fe- it was just like, it's not good enough for me. Mm. It doesn't feel good. I'm somebody that's very busy and running around, but I know how to make time for somebody that I like and sure. I care about. And I feel like as busy as I am and as many, you know, irons, fires I got running right now, if I can take the time out to be available for you and to be somewhere with, to talk to you mm-hmm. and whatever, and it's like pulling teeth, like, oh, well, I had this thing, came it's like, oh, you're not, you're not busier than me. Well, you're this, not prioritizing. This is, everyone's this. busy until they don't want to be. Right, exactly. And, and also, they're gonna work out with you when they. And I think a lot of women get in this situation where they're like, why won't? You know, well, they make excuses for the guy. He's mm-hmm. very busy. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's so motivated. It's like, no, 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 no. Why don't you come together to work it out? Let's have yeah. a negotiation yeah. of time. When a your man time's wants valuable to too. talk to you, a man will talk to you. That saying is never going to change. Like when a man wants something, wants something. I think with women, I think the problem is we take, I know men take rejection very hard. Yeah. Like when you approach, and so because because of that, men are sometimes often scared or standoffish when they approach women because I know that can be, that instant rejection is, is very difficult to deal with. But the rejection that women have a difficulty dealing with is a man not... Sh- we internalize oh he doesn't like me oh he Mm. doesn't this he doesn't that is it am i too big am i too loud am i not pretty enough and it's like you women have to understand you cannot take on this why he's not into you because half of the things that a guy is not into you about has nothing to do with you it's just his taste and we have to we have we have to say as women like we got taste too. Yeah, you know what I mean. The I, I this is this rings home for me. I mean, I was talking with this about with Mateo mm. and you know Mateo Lane, who's been on this show. He's great, Love but him. he was just talking about like the interaction between gay men, right? And how that interaction, they're like, there's no personal. No one takes it personally. Right. You know, gay men are still men, and they look at each other. They go, "I'm great. You're great. We all got." fucking head <laughs> right, we're right. good 
Right. It was nothing against you. I'm going to keep moving. Yeah. yeah you know, the, yeah. the truck keeps going along. Yeah. A lot of women can't ever. It's it's tough for them to take it that way because they what you're saying is so true. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm invested in you liking me instead of whether I like you. Well, that's because women are set up to be commodities in this country, right? Mm. So we are always seen as an extension of what brings value to a man. Very interesting. And when you when you are just trying to be a counterpart to something instead of being who you are, you we, women never go. Well, he ain't, he ain't my shit either. He ain't very, it's very for me rare either. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It, we go because this is how you want it. You ever seen a guy who's like unattractive yeah and i hate to say that because i know it's all about perspective whatever but you see a guy that's like unattractive or whatever and you go how did he wind up with this chick who's like uh uh, uh what do you call it the 10 10 10 the face body personality the area personality. code method yeah. when you go oh she's you know she's a 999 or whatever and this dude it's because at some point in time this guy has gotten a formula down to give her just enough of what she needs for her to feel like she needs to keep staying in this with him. Now, it's either valid, like she really fell in love with this guy, he really okay. offers her what she needs, or sometimes these relationships are based upon this guy's really just making himself better than her and making her believe that he is better than her. He's a good and salesman. She's not worthy mm. she's not beautiful she's not a person unless he agrees which is why she's in this shit with him mm. he's gotta love me for me to love myself and i'm telling you when women have that kind of attitude that they every man that they want they gotta want them back you are going to spend a lot of your time running around in a circle losing yeah. i know because i was that woman yeah, and I and that's a tough thing to break out of. Yeah, it's easier said than done. Sure, but, but I think a lot of times we get emails like that. Like, why? You know, the emails that we get. Why is this not working from his end? Mm -hmm. The the one thing I try to always every day with everything I do, I'm like, what are my controllables? What can I control? Right. You know, what can I do? I can go. I can write. I can create podcasts. I can mm -hmm. go through the emails. Mm -hmm. I, you know, as far as like career wise, but he, this happens with your relationships too. Where you're like, why isn't this person like me? Okay, well, what can I do? What am Where I doing? Where is my power? Where's my power? Your power is somebody saying they don't want to be with you is them using and executing their power. Yeah. You receiving that and going, fine. That's totally fine because I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with me is you also executing your power. I think when people get in situations like that, they don't realize they also have power. Your yeah. power <laughs> is the decision to accept what is happening and move the fuck on. You are very powerful in that situation. I, I think that's really good advice because it is that the idea of that being powerful isn't thought that way. And then going, good, good for you, good yeah. for me. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yes. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We are sponsored people. Uh, the mattress firm. We all need a mattress. And, he, and listen, there's a lot of mattress people out there that are selling their bullshit. Here's the problem with them. You don't know what the fuck those feel like. You just saw a cool ad. You just saw, you just saw a little cartoon on a subway. You don't know what the fuck that is. You don't get choice. You don't get a person helping you. Mattress firm has that all going on. Okay, they got actual stores that you can walk into and look at a person in the eye and go, what do you got going on here? Why is this good for my back? There you go. 
We have one question for all of the I'm going to listen to a podcast to help me fall asleep. I listen to podcasts to go to sleep. A lot of you tell me that you listen to fall asleep. Are you struggling to get some shut-eye? If you, are, if you answered yes, you're in luck because we have a great tip for how you can zonk out more easily. Mattress Firm, America's neighborhood mattress store, lets your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. There are more than just mattress experts. They have the whole package that includes you, that helps you transform your mattress into a bed from adjustable bases and sheets to headboards and bedroom decor. They have you covered, literally fi- and figuratively. figuratively. Go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast, mattressfirm.com slash podcast, mattressfirm.com slash podcast to see what deals are happening right now as I read this sentence to you. They even offer you a 120-night sleep trial to ensure perfection and 120-night low-price guarantee so you know you paid the perfect price. Again, go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to learn how sleeping could be monumentally improved. If you're still awake, we're going to restart the podcast now, assuming that's cool with you. That's that what they that's their fun joke at the end. So just let us do <laughs> fucking mattress firm. They can't get your name. I'm not gonna go into it. Thank no, you no. for mattress you, firm. I've I've heard good things about that. I've heard good things, and I've seen they're all over. Mm-hmm. Make it, so this is a good question for Yamanika. Okay, making love versus fucking. Oh, mm-hmm. is there a difference to you between those two things? Now there is. There wasn't. This takes growth. Mm-hmm. It's growing up. Mm-hmm. I under- I agree with you. Yeah. Hello, Jared, Shelby, and company. I just discovered your podcast. Can't stop listening to it. It's hilarious and so relatable. As a girl, Shelby hit it. Hearing. <laughs> we all <pause. laughs> We're just waiting. <laughs> Hearing. <laughs> Hearing from a man's perspective really has changed the way I see things around me, and I wanted to thank you for I wanted to raise a topic for you and your guests. This is a, there's a big difference between plain fucking and making love. I've been dating my boyfriend for over a year, and we're both newbies when we got together. So our experience is limited just to one another. I know, cheesy, ha, ha, ha. It's not cheesy. I get it. No. Our situation is like we always want to fuck but not make love. We prefer aggressive and sexy action and just lay together after. For me, making love is the cute after, so to say. I would say I have more sex drive than him, but we've talked about this and he kind of feels the same. What's your view on that? Do people have tendencies for later in a relationship or are we just like desperate rabbits who want to make up for all the missed experience? What do you think? It seems like they're new to the sex game. Mm -hmm. They're fucking a lot. Mm -hmm. She wants it more than him maybe because he's maybe not making her come or whatever it is or he's just exhausted. He's just shooting blanks. Right, <laughs> right. Um, but what do you think? Is there like, uh, is there a difference between the two? Do you feel like what they're doing is right? I mean, they're, they sound like they're in a new relationship, mm-hmm. right? And, and the beginning of any relationship, especially there's a lot of uh, attraction and chemistry between two people, there's going to be a lot of fucking. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. But it's, it, it's how you're connecting during that experience. Mm. Do you understand? That separates it from fucking to making love. So if you're just, you know, there's been guys that I have fucked. Yeah. And that have fucked me. And there have been guys that we have probably done worse things, quote unquote, making love than fucking because of the passion that's there. Yeah. Because of the whatever, it, it's like, whatever's going through your mind, like, 
I appreciate this person for for this, for like, you know, for loving me, for making me feel secure, for all of those things. I mean, I think it, it also, it, it takes, uh, you know, a, a deeper connection for you to just fucking be in there. You know, take, I don't think making love means taking your time and all the slow romantic music. I think it's about where your mental state is when you're with the person. When I hear fucking versus making love, I just... I, I don't really think of it as love, so to right. speak. I just think of it as uh, there's more trust with the latter. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I think any the best sexual experiences that I've had personally have been the ones where the person across from me is someone that I really trust and feel I can talk to. Right. And we've said it on this podcast, relationship sex is just better than plain old regular sex right because you know each other you know the the moves you want i would say to this couple if you're a new couple don't put rules on your sex today i i I mean and i mean that in the least i don't mean that it might be more her than him yeah like like, women like to define things and i'm not saying that to reduce women i'm just saying like what is this am i am i doing everything fine i would say to this listener you you doing everything fine Just everything go fine. fuck and don't worry about the in-between and 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 here's the best sex i have is mm-hmm. here's when the sex is fun when you've just fucked and you're both naked mm-hmm. and she's like playing with my balls mm-hmm. in its refractory period so i trust her enough to see uh <laughs> my my post-sex dick which ain't fucking right. <laughs> a runway model okay it's sluggish yeah it's just like fucking calamari dick. <laughs> and she's like, look, you know, and I've said this on the phone, playing with my nuts and like being like, and like, she's just like, and like the girl, I've had this situation where the girl's like, what are balls like? Right, right, And right. she's like, I can't, and like, you know, and then the girl, I've had this happen a few times where the girl would just be like, per, like kind of like openly discuss, like kind of venting about how weird it must be to have balls. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she's like touching them and investigating. <laughs> and, and, and ID channel. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about though? And and, yeah. and we are so comfortable with her with each other where I'm just like, yeah, keep playing. Yeah. This is the park. Go yeah. have a run around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then we go back into having sex again. And that means the conversation, and I'm not saying like the conversation about balls, like now we have this whole ball thing. Right. I'm just saying that just moved us a little bit, an inch forward than we were before on comfortability. Right. So I would say that to her. Like, ask questions naked. That's a good sexual experience. Yeah. Talk naked touch each other naked in the post-sex world. Because that's when you, like, after the two have had their meals, Mm -hmm. that's like, you know when you sit down to a big meal and then everyone just sits back and has their coffee? Yeah. That's when the real conversation starts. Yeah. That's the same with sex. The real conversation starts between you and whoever you're with. The honest one, the one where you're going to get the real person, is when you're sitting having coffee. Yeah. After you two just fucked at four in the morning and you're still awake. Yeah. So I'll say that's when I've had the most fun sex with a partner. And I would say that that's to me, that's love making versus fucking. Yeah, sure. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Yamanika at Yamanika on Twitter and Instagram. Let me do one more sponsor. Then we're going to really bust out some emails. Is that cool with you? Yes. 
Blue Apron. Hey, this is the time of year where everyone's trying to get in shape. I love Blue get, Apron. I, Blue Apron is great, right? Yeah, I love them. They're great. And, and they're the leaning meal kit delivery service in the U.S., which, listen, that doesn't sound important, but it is. Because a lot of these, you know, imposter companies come out, and they don't have the infrastructure to deliver it well and have it uh, put together well and package. Blue Apron's set up. You don't have to worry about them you know, fucking up your meal, it's going to be good. And Blue Apron's the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery in the country. Mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Uh, Blue Apron offers three meal plans. So here are the meal plans. And, and let me tell you as a personal endorsement, I'm trying to get in shape right now, okay? I'm not – I haven't drank uh, since the first. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. It's a dry January for me. I'll Everybody's be, doing dry January. I'm into it. I'm good with it. I Listen, the first two weeks were hell. No, I can imagine. I wanted to drink last night in the <laughs> worst way. And that, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. No. <laughs> yeah. I, but the best way to have, you know, to get in shape and to get healthier is these meals are portioned mm -hmm. out for you. Yes. You can't get, the, what I'm doing, I'm setting up my meals ahead of time. Like I have my meals ready to go. When you do that, there's no room for, and I'll get the appetizer. Right. Oh, and I'll have the extra piece right. of cake. You already, when it's already put out for you, mm -hmm. that's the meal. That's Game over. Once it's done, it's done. Yeah. So you have to kind of mentally trick yourself with these that's portioned out, ready to go for you. So they have a two-person meal plan, meals that serve two people, choose from eight recipes per week, with a choice to receive either two or three recipes any week. Family meal plan, meals that serve four people, choose from four new recipes per week, with a choice to receive either two, three, or four recipes any week. Now they have a wine plan. We're not talking. They added, yo. It's good. Six bottles of wine from a re renowned winemakers delivered monthly. Mm -hmm. Featured upcoming meals. Okay. So they got some featured upcoming meals. Let's just, I'll read a couple of them and we'll get back to the show. Whole 30 approved seared steaks and warm lemon salsa verde with roasted broccoli mm -hmm. and sweet potato. Uh, they have this whole 30 shit. That's great. Approved chicken and kale orange salad with spicy tahini dressing. Spicy pork chop and Korean rice cakes with baby bok choy. These are all great. Well, I got to go back. I didn't know they had the whole thing. I stopped because I was traveling a lot. Yeah. But I used to do, I would do uh, Blue Apron all the time. It's great. And you can do it as a single person and get that two-person that two meal thing. I would have uh, one portion for lunch and then the other portion for dinner I mean, or the next day. If anyone cooks for yourself, you know you go to the grocery store and you're like, oh, I'll get like a stock of celery and you're mm -hmm. like, I'm not got all this extra all this bullshit. Problem. Okay, Blue Apron is treating J Train listeners to 30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash J Train. Blueapron.com slash J Train. Blueapron.com slash J Train. So check out this week's menu. Get your $30 off with free shipping. That's $30 off with free shipping. You're welcome for the free money, people. <laughs> Blueapron.com slash J Train. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Go. Uh, go to blueapron.com slash J Train. Let's do it. Let's bust some out. Make out dilemma confusion. Okay. Jared, something, 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 feather, feather. Let's skip the bullshit. Love your show. Been listening for since a coworker put me on about a year ago. Here's my problem. I recently graduated. I'm now working a big boy job in a big city. I've been going through a breakup with a girl from uh, leftover college. Uh, we were only together about six months. However, last weekend, I met up with some college friends to go out. Uh, many are still in school. They're a friend of a friend 
who I have known for a while, started hitting it off. I don't believe in the rating system, but she's easily one of the hottest girls I know. At the bar, we are still talking when another friend says something to her about my then-girlfriend. She asks about it, and I try to explain that we're breaking up. She doesn't seem to care, and we end up dancing and making out until the bar closed. She seemed really into me at the time. I told her I didn't want to have sex until working things out with my ex, so I dropped her off and but never got her number. Do we understand the story? I don't understand why he wouldn't get the girl's number. He should have gotten but her number. But something tells me that girl will find him. It's been a few days later, and since then I've completely cut off all contact with my ex-girlfriend. A couple days oh, So he was kind of still mm-hmm. talking it out with the ex. A couple days ago, I decided to send Bar Girl a quick message on Facebook with no reply. So I let it go. She'll be going back to school in a week or so for one more semester. I'm guessing she feels awkward about the situation, but I want to hear your perspective. I like her, but I'm not too hung up on her on it. However, I'm wondering if this is salvageable. I'd be visiting my school a few times in the near future. How should I act when if when if I inevitably see her? We have many mutual friends. Is this just a one-off thing, or could it be more after she graduates? What do we think? I always feel like a grandma when I give advice here because yeah. it's like this is such a young problem. Yeah. Um, there's things that he's saying, and I don't know if he – I mean, we can't talk to him, but one minute he's saying that the girl seems like she doesn't care that he's had a situation with his ex-girlfriend. I mean, if that isn't true, the the case, that girl probably wanted to hook up for that night and keep it yeah. pushing, just to be honest with you. Yeah, 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 Like, she probably was like, well, you know, I want to get it down. I'm not worried about your girlfriend. I'll fuck you and then keep going and pushing it, whatever. She's got another year in college. She's probably not even thinking about how to connect in a relationship. I think his best bet is when he does encounter this girl or he's around her, um, he has one of two options. He can either go over to her and say hello, see how she's doing, and test the temperature to see what's up sure. with her. You will probably have to hook up with her that that night for yep. anything to continue mm-hmm. to move forward or you ignore her and let, let her come to you. Yeah. I, I think the, I'm with the first way you see her. This is a, a ship that went out to sea. Mm-hmm. Okay. It might come back to port. Right. But it's on a cruise out to sea and she's partying in the ocean. They're not looking to come back. Any, right. It's coming back at some point, but it ain't coming back for you. You'll probably right. be long gone by that point. You need to move on with your life. You sent the message. I don't know what he sent on Facebook, but I'm assuming it uh, might have been too much. I'm hoping what he sent was, hey, great to meet you. Great mm-hmm. time. Hopefully I see you at school sometime. Did she see it is the thing? I'm sure she saw Maybe it. he didn't see Because I, I don't see my messages half the time. I mean, but maybe she's not as popular as me. But, you know, <laughs> the, the, the other thing is I think guys don't often think that girls could also just be in for the hit and quit, too. Absolutely. We never think that. We always think, you know, my mom thinks I'm good looking, so everyone thinks I'm the best thing that ever happened to them. Right, right, and, right, you know, right, right. We're yeah, all yeah, God's yeah. gift to earth. Yeah. And I, I think what he needs to do is go enjoy that he had the night. The next time you see her, Hey, what's happened? How you been? Yeah. Catch up. And don't need it. I think right now he sounds like he's on the edge of needing it. He's like, he's doing what a lot of people do. Where like He wants to she, rebound. She, he, he wants to rebound. He sees the idea of her is better than, he's created this imaginary mm-hmm. idea of her that we're going to run away together. Now I have my next girlfriend to go off with. the about his messages. It's very, it's kind of contradictory in terms of like, he's like, ah, I don't, whatever. But then she's the hottest thing you've ever seen. So I, I, what I would say to this dude, don't set it up like, he seems more like he's trying to figure out, not so much being in a relationship with this girl, but he's going more of the, the way you would go if you were really being serious about somebody. Mm. Letting her know what the circumstances, this and this and that, kind of getting to know, you know, but 
man, she just wants to fuck. So if you're going to fuck her, just be like, yo, I ditched my chick. What's up? Keys to your room. I, yeah. And, and I, please, is she at least 18? Because I can't be out here telling motherfuckers to fuck people and it, and they under 18. Because I ain't, yeah. you know, I ain't trying to go to jail off of no well, advice. That, that, but also. Because <laughs> I agree. Dorm yeah, yeah. room and shit. You know what I'm saying? Is this the facts of life? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is, is this Blair? Who the fuck is this? I agree. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, co sign that. Yeah. Um, but I, I do, there's things that are written in his email where it's like, this dude. I don't. I'm not telling you to be a dirt bag, mm-hmm. but like everybody wants a little bit of a dirt bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was like, I don't. I don't adhere to the rating system. I don't agree with the rating system. Right. I have to get away from my ex girlfriend to go to the next girl that I pursue. Right. And it's like, dude, you you had put and and this is kind of back to the theme of this episode with the rules. You've put so many rules on this that you're not so sexy anymore. Right. You know, he was sexy in that moment. He made it at the bar. He's talking with her. It's a little wrong because she knows the ex. She was into that whole thing. And then he was like, no, I'm an upstanding gentleman. Right. Well, and I will not. That. He's been trained into that. It's either I would not be surprised that he either comes from a female uh, heavy family. Sure. Where he's learned the boundaries with women and stuff like that. Or he's been burnt. I'm not I'm not against him being honest. Enough. I would love for a guy to be that honest sure. and say to me, listen, I'm going through something right now. Let's put it on the back burner. But that only is for a woman that wants to be in something and take the proper steps to go through something with you. Be I think ready this girl just wanted to fuck. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. was like, I don't need the backstory and what the fuck's going on with you if you're trying to fuck or don't fuck or not and also she's like you're fine right you know he's thinking i am this type of man right i am a i'm a 10 yeah she's gonna be obsessed with me he's gonna be this guy's gonna be a great guy in his late 30s yeah for a woman like me you understand what i'm saying like this is where don't lose sir do not lose who you are yeah just take a break while you're a little younger and playing around have some fun you don't have to be that stressed j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com yamanika at yamanika on twitter and instagram busty babe ride in the j train what she knows how to get this podcast. <laughs> I, I can't wait. Hi, Jared. Hoping the subject line was enough of a hook. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what did it work for? Yeah. A PR department? T- tickle, tickle, <laughs> feather, feather, yada, yada. Love the podcast. Recent convert and promoter. Not like a creepy guy with a table at one hook on a Thursday, but a fun girl with friends who trust her seal of approval. Okay. okay. Found it through uh, hearing you on another podcast. I enjoy your perspective. And find it all very relatable. So diving in, I am not someone who sleeps around. I really like to have something with someone, feel a connection beyond physical before I go there. I don't have a number of dates set in mind before because that's weird. Obviously, it's particularly the person, the situation, and the vibes, etc. But I definitely don't sleep with anyone right away. Mm -hmm. Okay? The bat being said, I feel an eye roll coming from my question, but it's real. And I don't always know how to deal with it. I have big boobs. Thanks to genetics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thank well, you. For thank her, you, genetics. I also have big breasts. Well, this so is a good person for the for I the question. They are always there and definitely oversexualize anything I wear, even if it's not low cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. This is a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I and I I could, you know, I listen. As a big boob <laughs> lover, I agree. I feel like there's a tendency for people to prejudge or assume that I am more promiscuous than I am. Mm 
Don't get me wrong. I love my boobs. They're great. And don't think I should try to hide something that's naturally there. Example of how this has manifested in the past. She writes, an example of the preconceived notion. I had been seeing someone for three months and like four days a week was getting serious and clearly not seeing other people. And about two months in, I guess he was asking what my number was. And I was completely honest and he literally didn't believe me. We are no longer together, but that's another topic, subject, email altogether. But just reinforcing my stance and I genuinely feel that having a more sexual body being busty makes people assume certain things and I am not sure how to navigate that. Additionally, he assumed that all my close guy friends, I have a lot of close guy friends, completely platonic, and a lot of them have girlfriends, also not a serial killer sociopath. I have a very close group of girlfriends also. He sort of assumed my guy friends weren't platonic or assumed I had slept with at least one of them in college. I haven't hooked up with any of them. But aside from his insecurities, the general idea is that guys make those sort of assumptions is really frustrating. I guess my question is, even though I have to wait to, uh, I wait to have sex with them, which should be enough of an indication or literally say that I like to get to know someone more first, how do I ensure guys that I'm not promiscuous even if, they, if I can be flirty and fun and just happen to have big boobs? Um, That's a very interesting question. It she is. And she's, it's two different things going on <coughs> because just... I'd like to know what her rating is, right? Because I am a busty girl mm. and I have, you know, I'm a big girl also, but mm. I'm not out of shape fat big, mm -hmm. right? So I have curbs. I have. I have lusciously thick? What, di deliciously, deliciously thick, thick right. is a like very apt thighs. description. I have a big breast. Yes. I have like. Uh, you know, big ass. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys, when they want, you know, fuck me, they want to fuck me from behind. They love my ass. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of ass play for men. And you're also getting a lot, like, you know, you're, everyone is someone's type. Right. You know, right. when a guy's walking around with an Asian girl, that's right. his type, I right. assume. Right. Like a white guy, if it's a Jewish guy with an Asian girl, I'm like, oh, you're showing right. your type. If, I, if, if I'm with a bustier girl, that's my type. It, it, it's, everyone's, there's a thing for everyone out there. Yeah, and no, when yeah, you get with sure. someone that you like, I'm sure you've been with guys before where you're like, I am this guy's type. I've been with guys who I've been this guy's type. You know, I'll say this, I'm this guy's type. And then I've been with guys who I'm like, we, this is what I'm trying to get at. I have, I have people who sexualize me a lot and probably people wouldn't think that I get approached in a sexual manner by men. Okay. Because, um, well, this is weird. Like I'm, I don't. I'm not. Say, I'm not gonna say I'm. I'm unattractive, but I'm not. Um, I'm not in the traditional beauty kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. I hear what you're saying. I mean, I am a person. I follow on Instagram. I've said this on this podcast. Before. I follow plus size models on Instagram because I. I am attracted to them. Like right. very honestly and openly. Like I'm like, oh, that is hot to me. Right. The the fuller figure. The yeah. 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 The the the, the example. This girl's bringing the table. I'm like. Yeah, I would look at you and be like, it would be like steak. It would be like smelling steak. I'd be like, oh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm salivating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why it's happening. It's just a bodily reaction. Yeah. So I, I do, you're going to be, I think the, the fact that you, like, if you are into that type, you do come at someone. But it's the type of, like, I body-wise, I know people are very specific about what they want on my body, right? Mm. But in terms of, I have friends who are on the scale uh, 10, 10, 10. Like, I got some bomb-ass gorgeous friends, right? Who I see walking through life, and I go, thank God I'm not, you know, 
that I'm not at that level, right? Sure. Because the amount of attention that they get from men, I see them getting frustrated of like, they're like, yeah, but y'all, like guys come up to you and they want, they, they're interested in you and who mm. you are and talking to you. And then the sexual things will come up. Yeah. And versus like, I, if I walk down the street, I'm, I, I have guys talk to me as I hit, as, you know, especially up in Harlem, you know, mm. baby, blah, 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 <laughs> what's up, what's up? I, so I get, do I get catcalled? I do. Sure. But the amount, like, I, say if I get catcalled three or four times in a day, right? Mm-hmm. I've got friends who get catcalled. Every man that passes them is going to catcall yeah, them. They, well, they have they, a wider Right, a wider grab, net. And a then net, they, yeah. But see, what happens is they also lose part of themselves because they go I don't want a guy to just they want they want a guy to like them for more than what like because sure. you don't know like what do you are you really going to be there for me because I've seen those girls go through relationships where like guys are not really down for them they just yeah. want to fuck them and then move they on they just want to have that under right. their uh, under their belt yeah that I, I, yeah, I, I got tap that, that I, and I'm not interested in I holding achieved. her down and then I'm done yeah and so I don't know if she has more of my friend's problem or more of my problem but in in my case because I, especially when I'm, if I'm out performing or whatever, you know, I, I'll put my little cat suits on and shit. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. I got my ass popping and whatever. You're bringing I, it. I'm always trying to, like, bring a jazz. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I will, at the same time, there's a difference. I think it's I think it's a, more closer to my joke about not being rapeable, right? Mm. Where I go, I don't really, I don't worry about getting raped. That's not to say I can't, but I don't really worry about it because I know a guy looks at me and goes, like, by the time I get say, finished saying what I got to fucking say, this dude's like, I don't know, this bitch might rape me. You understand <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once I get into a conversation with a guy, it's he, it's he, I'm, I let him know right away by the way that I'm communicating to mm-hmm. him and the things that we are talking about that he cannot go into this sexual zone. So yeah. what I would say for her is you have to start vetting people right away and getting rid of them. Mm. If a guy is approaching you on some sex shit, you need to turn him down right away and say, yo, you know, I'm not interested. That's not what I'm interested in. If you want to have a conversation, we have a conversation, but I'm not interested in that. The more she does that, the guys that were only there for her body are going to disappear. Mm-hmm. The guys that really want to get to know her are going to either come back and say, yo, I'm sorry, she come with a different approach. Or if she's not, you know, sort of losing interest in the conversation, they'll come at a different angle. You have to let people know how they're going to, how they ha- have to treat you. Well, I, yeah, I, I completely agree. And also I'll say from like a guy's perspective for, mm-hmm. for her, the guy, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. It's not because of your boobs that your guy thought that your guy friends were might have hooked up with you. It's because you're a good looking girl to him, and he's saying, "I'm me. I got you. Mm-hmm. All these guys must want you too." And it's mm-hmm. like an ego thing, you know. So I would say to her, like, you know, don't think that you're alone in this. And also for like your guy friends, like the only reason I'm suspect of guy friends is if they have no reason to be there. You met if they're friends from college. I'm like, oh, you guys met in college. Right. I get it. Whatever. Right. You know, I I can understand how that friendship happens. If you have a guy, bunch of guy friends that came out of nowhere, I'm gonna go. Well, you're a good looking girl. I don't understand why they would mm-hmm. hang with you in in to not hang with someone else that they were trying to be together with. So understand that this is like a a, a problem that's more. I don't think it's about your boobs. Is you know what I mean? Like I just think you're a beautiful woman, and he's and- sitting there going. Why? I, why? Yeah. Why does he? Why she want to be me? with me? 
You know, yeah. why? And he's being a little self-conscious. So get away from these guys that are putting their insecurities on you. Because yeah. it seems like this last boyfriend was an example where he was like, well, I, I, I put her on such a pedestal. And I think also for a girl with who's a type, mm -hmm. like her with big boobs, a guy who where you're his type is going to hold on that much tighter. Right. Because he's like, I don't know when I'm, I'm so attracted to this girl that he's going to hold on and hold so tight that it becomes a little bit of a nuisance. Right. And yeah. I think that's what this last guy did. So like, and I think that happens more to girls that have a look. You know what I mean? Like, I think if it's like a plain Jane type of girl, the guy's like, yeah, you know, get to know her. Right, you, know. you have to get to know. You have to really seek in there. And and for her, he's like, I can't lose these tits. Right. You know, like, but some guys look at plain jeans and they're like, I, that's what I want. I want a bitch that's like. I can't know. lose this floorboard. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I'm just saying, like, her issues are universal. Like, it's not as much, yeah, you know. But and she I, put two issues in there, though. The, the boyfriend thing, and I think what you addressed with the boyfriend thing. I didn't think of, and I think that makes a lot of sense because it could be insecurities on his own. Totally. Of like, how, if you mean to tell me nobody else trying to fuck these guys have to be trying to fuck you, but the, the thing I, I connected with her the most with is I understand when people come up to you and the only thing they want to do is de deal in a physical yeah. way, and she wants she wants to know how can she just get guys to just come up to her and not to be about her breasts and not to be about her things. And, you know, I was a girl, I developed very early. Mm. I be, I had a womanly shape very early. I think I was 12. I had, like, huge tits at 12. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm running around trying not to wear a, a bra and shit, and it was looking crazy. And But I was somebody who did not have sex until I was 27 years old. Mm. So I had people all the time thinking I was having sex and I wasn't. I got accused of that all the time mm. because... Um, in the South, they always say like when a girl's developed, it's because she's received a man that's made her uh, body form. And it was like, nah, I was just a thick bitch mm. that had titties <laughs> and hips and shit. But there wasn't nobody coming in this fucking thing yeah. until I was 27 years old. Mm. Even the guy I had sex with for the first time, as he was fucking me, he goes, oh, I, you're really a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. He was like, I thought Surprise. you were playing. Yeah, supply, motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't seen me fuck you. How long I know you? I haven't fucked yeah. you. You're like, come on. But I, you know. But with the yeah, totally. And this also like, listen to this chick. This is the reality you live in. Mm -hmm. Bring an umbrella. So understand. <laughs> you know, it's raining out. Don't complain. That it's, it's raining. raining man. It's raining. Hallelujah. Hard penis. Yeah, because if some bitches can't get no rain. Some yeah. of these bitches is in drought. So this is what I'm saying. So go when you go out, understand that you need the things. And for her, planning. And you mm -hmm. can if, if a guy's planning for you, that's all you can really ask. If he's going yeah. and making dates and and physically coming to meet you, then you got to trust him on that level, and you got to put yourself in a position to get hurt. But don't blame. Don't be like. Well, I can't find a guy because of my tits. Like, right. you know, like, that's your life. You know, you, there's girls that can't find a guy because of, the, you know, A, B, and C. Right. So I think the thing, what can I personally do? What you can personally do is keep vetting these guys. Vet Understand them. that you're a type. Yeah. So guys are going to come to you like zombies that smell blood. Yeah. So they're going to come fucking over to you and be like, oh, titty, 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 titty. And then you got to look at them and go, are you a zombie or are you a real person? Right. Yeah, Her, she has to vet. And, and, more, and also remember this. I go, I approach guys like this now. 
if I deal with the guy and I fuck him, will I regret if it does not work out? Or will I go, well, at least I had fun. Mm. And I think what she needs to do is like, only fuck these dudes if you don't give a fuck what happens at the end of it. Mm. If it's a guy that comes up that's a creep and you go, I'm going to regret fucking this dude, don't fuck him. So I think she should really not fuck. I'm telling you, she needs to go a couple of dates and really get to know these dudes before she fucks because guys who are just about the tits and fucking her, mm. they ain't gonna come in with the right game plan. And they're, they're gonna not. and they tire quickly. Yeah, they they're do. looking for and that's the thing with with a guy that's just about a type. Types go home to masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take it from you know, take it from. I'll I'll tell you right now. If it's just the type. I will go home to masturbate pretty quick. I'll, I will give up quickly. If it's more that, you know, I like you for you and I'm yeah. enjoying your company. Yeah. I'll fucking put in the extra mile. Yeah. But I will give up in half. I'll be like, hi, I'm Jared. They'll go. Hi. Okay. I'm going home. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to put in the energy. <laughs> guys with types do not have the energy for the long run. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I gotta go home. Let's do one news story, then we gotta go. Because okay. I love having Yamanika on. We gotta go. Uh we'll do one news story. Shelby's got a news story real quick, but thank you, Yamanika, for coming on. You're the best. Thanks for having me. All You're of you best. go follow Yamanika on Twitter and Instagram. That 90 day fiance. When are you gonna do the finale? I'm gonna do it by Sunday. I told everybody I do it by Sunday. So, so this is I'm coming out Friday. Sunday, yeah. This is coming out Friday. Go and go check it out. I have it for it you guys. It's because I'll be watching. Yeah, no question. Shelby, what do you got? There's an article in Business Insider about micro cheating. Have you heard about micro that? cheating? What is? I the... think I have an idea of what it could be. Me too. But I let's go. What is it? There's a psychologist from Australia named Melanie Schilling, and she uh, kind of researched it. Of course, this is a woman. No dude is coming out with the fucking <laughs> article about micro cheating, being like looking for more ways to get in trouble. <laughs> Bob Haskins, like no, 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 no. A Bob didn't come up with this theory. Someone went up to Bob, the leading person, and was like, hey, can you go into micro-cheating? And he's like, ah, no, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll stick with cancer. The guy from Roger Rabbit, yeah. Bob Haskins. Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah. that's Bob Haskins. <laughs> I don't know why that name came to mind. He died recently, Perfect. didn't he? Yes. I think it's, it's a great guy name. It's a good guy name. Bob oh, Askins here. Oh, yeah, shit. I. but this, this was not a dude looking into <laughs> micro-cheating. It's a micro cheating specifically. It's like if you list like a friend under a code name on your phone or you like you kind of you're like girl you really like. But like as like a fantasy, you buy your girlfriend the same perfume mm. like those things like that. Hold on. What? Mm -hmm. Repeat that. Like if you found out like some let's say like somebody it. like really hot you work with who's like way out of your league but you like know what perfume she buys and like wears and you like the smell of it so you buy that for your girlfriend uh do you get it now yeah, you're trying to hear this crush of yours yeah but this onto is the person you're with so you're trying to like make them into yeah, another person them, yeah but this is actually that's one of those things that's not micro cheating that's a creepy fucking dude <laughs> Say, like, like <laughs> can you imagine if someone came out to you in your office and was like, what are you wearing? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they came to the Christmas party and the wife is wearing the exact same thing that he had just asked about. That's crazy. 
What That's other crazy. examples? Is there another example? Like adding more heart emojis in somebody else's texts instead of like with your partner oh like more than like little well bigger, that sound like micro. you should just pick up and go date yeah. that other person <laughs> well, i mean there's just so many ways to get in trouble why these are days. you sending heart emojis to someone true but also I, this is this is what i'm talking about you're already like i don't yeah. want this there, this is there. There's there are like the people that came before us. Yeah, they they could go and fuck and be like, yeah, my car broke down, and, right. the, and the wife would be like, oh, I'm so happy you're home. Okay. Yeah. If you went, if you if you didn't come home at a night and you're like, yeah, my car broke down, they'd be like, well, I called your cell. <laughs> Uh, you didn't answer that. I texted you yeah, 700 I times. Triple A. They said they didn't hear shit they didn't from you. Hear shit. Yeah, you didn't go to the Pet Boys down yeah. the street. And 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 I I went on your Snapchat. <laughs> you didn't update that for yeah. an hour. Yeah. Where's your Instagram story? I saw you looking at my Instagram story. How come you couldn't yeah. call? Yeah. And it's like they these eyes aren't mm. men were not meant to live in these times Mm-mm. to have because I can see you gotta it with, be a specter gadget to cheat out here absolutely <laughs> it is so anyone that got caught cheating before 1990 was a fucking dumb piece of shit oh yeah yo yeah. lipstick on your <laughs> collar they couldn't even rub let go to a fucking they couldn't figure that out no no. Nowadays we got the cloud, you got the fucking tweet, yeah. snap, Instagram, you like uh, something. Uh I'm gonna bring in my own little sponsorship. Please go check your clouds. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked something came up on my computer that had my cloud stuff on it. I saw old f- sex footage. Oh shit. Of me and this dude. And I was like, how did it wind up in this thing? Thank God I got I don't even know if it's lodged somewhere else. Check your clouds. They holding shit up in I there. I bet you Steve Jobs didn't even die. He's just sitting in that cloud masturbating <laughs> to all our old videos and bullshit. He just owns us so fucking hard. Oh, my God. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Also, go to my Instagram. You'll see Classic Shelb created a great promo for this show. Because uh, the, next, the next uh, Fifty Shades movie is called Fifty Shades Freed. So Shelby did a little Photoshop job. It's great. Why is there three movies now with this? It's insane. No one asked for a Fifty Shades 3, right? It's no. freed. It's freed. No. Finally, it's been freed. Yamanika, thank you for coming on. I will be back. God Absolutely. We yes. can't go on without you in this show. <laughs> At Yamanika on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow her, support her. She's yes. the funniest person Please. ever. And, and I want to thank them. I want to thank your listeners for showing me so much love. You guys really have given me a lot of love, and it's very appreciated. Thank you so much because you don't have to do this. this you don't awesome. have to do this, but this is no. the thing. This is a, you know, this is a free show. This is free entertainment. We're helping people through their commutes, yeah. uh, through their you know their everyday lives. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I know how much I value the podcast that I listen to as a fan. Yeah. So you know, we don't charge money. If you want to go to my Patreon, you can go there and help, you know, support. Yeah. That's money that goes back support into the artist. That's yeah. nice. But the real support in this day and age of like the economy of following is throwing your, you know, throwing your follow behind, mm-hmm. you know, artists like Yamanika, myself, anyone I bring on this show is because these are people out there doing it. They're creating stuff. And yeah. I always used to talk about the J Train rookie cards. There's gonna be a moment, and hold on. What? I know we're in overtime here. Yamanika, you you're so funny on Fallon. Oh my God, yes, I completely forgot about that. 
You go on Jimmy Fallon. I can't imagine what someone like, I, and I think about this a lot. Yes. Someone at that live show, because it was like uh -oh. the next that week you were on Fallon. Yeah. Someone at that live show had a very intimate, fun experience with you on this show, answering questions, hearing the real you. Mm -hmm. And then that week, yeah. you're on Jimmy fucking Fallon. Cleaning it up, baby. Cleaning up. Cleaning. Hilarious. Yes. Funny. And like I get in this moment where I'm like, I say this with a lot of the comics I'm friends with. When yeah. I see them doing something, I'm like, oh. yes. But if I see someone that I support, you know, getting out of the world that I've found them in, mm -hmm. There's a certain amount, and I think as I can speak for the listeners, they, they got to feel good about that. So, yeah, oh, no, that's why you should be following and supporting the people the that you like. I from this switch show. it up all the time. Uh, I switch it up. But I, you know what? Even if I have to be clean or whatever, I still bring the real essence of Yamanika with me. We, I know this. I can, I can second that. So go follow Yamanika at Yamanika on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Friedrich here every Tuesday and Friday. We will be back next episode. Boom.